Welcome to Kitchen Table Netrunner. I'm Tristan. I'm Nicole. So, you may not remember us. It's been a while. And when we say it's been a while, like, we always come on and we're like, oh, it's been a while. It's been like six weeks or but whatever. But it's been like a serious while because there's been the whole, like, COVID-19 pandemic. We were about to record an episode right before things started getting crazy. We tried so many times. And then every time we'd sit down and be like, we should record an episode tonight. It was like the children had this like sixth sense and they were like, let's be loud and crazy. I mean, even tonight they were fighting. Yeah. A lot of people feel like during a pandemic, there might be extra time, you know, staying at home and all that. So, but you're saying that hasn't, hasn't worked out that way? No, because all the kids stay home too. It's all of us. It's a very busy time. Yeah. Some people though, they do. They use this time wisely and... I decided to use this time to put on a good 10 pounds, which is not actually great. But Dan Spinoza, he's been using this time to get ripped. Yes. Nice work. Yes. Impressed. A little bit jealous. I mean, that's you're doing lots of things during this time. True. You've been doing more pottery. A little bit. Yeah. Yeah. And (laughs) you tore apart our bedroom. I sure did. You like camping in the living room? It has its moments. Wow. It's more than I expected. They're all bad moments. <laughs> like when the cat comes and tries to lay on your legs? I don't I don't like that. Or when the dog snores really loudly right behind your head. See, you may not know this about Nicole, but she's deaf in one ear. So when things get noisy at night where they might wake normal people up, <laughs> she just turns over onto her good ear. You know, like if a baby's crying or... Oh, now I wake up for the baby. Yeah, after I nudge you. Not always. You didn't even know she woke up the other night. You didn't even know. I got up there like twice. Anyway. I I wake up and I get my job done. Hopefully, by the 4th of July, that's the goal. Yes, the goal is by the 4th of July to at least be sleeping back in our bedroom and have a little bit more work done. Yeah. And by tearing up the bedroom, I am stripping the paint off of the trim. The trim, yeah. Yep. We sent the we took the doors into a place to have somebody else do that. And when I after I paid and like my doors were all loaded, the guy said that I could tell everybody that I know the only seventy one year old male stripper in Portland. Or maybe the most successful, I don't know. Here's what I working. told her. Right when she took him in. I said, let me know when this guy makes some kind of weird stripping reference joke innuendo. And she's like, he's not going to do that. He's super professional. He was super professional until the very end. Till he got his money. (laughs) I think it's great. And if I were in his position, I would do the same. I would actually probably inappropriately say things beforehand. And then people wouldn't even be like, I want to go now. Speaking of things that people do during the pandemic, so like, for example, I haven't been commuting to work. I've been working from home. True. But I've been spending more time than I was spending commuting, taking care of kids during like breakfast time and lunch time. So I get like a tiny break. Yes. I'm not saying like I'm a hero for doing it. What I'm saying is I have less free time because of this. But many people are making great use of their time or have been making 
great use of their time during the pandemic. So first of all, congratulations to us for having our store champ the first possible week because it was also (laughs) the only possible week. But since then, all competitive Netrunner activities have been moved online. Or canceled. I mean, the ones that are happening this, are happening this online. This is true. This is true. And, and in addition to store champs that have been moved online, a lot of people are trying new different things to keep things fun and spicy. So I just wanted to shout out a few of those that I've seen and, and the people who've done them. And congratulations, because I think it's great. Number one, starting before this, but continuing, Kevin Tame, the hacktivist, has been having meetups every two weeks where people play and earn hacker points towards some kind of invitational tournament. So how many points do you have? I'm in 10th place. At a... I mean, that doesn't matter. Hey. (laughs) Kidding. I, I mean, I've done pretty well. I was like in third place for a while because... The secret is, if you show up every week, you keep accumulating points. Oh, Except the week points. that I got zero points. Because that was like, I had just decided to take those two hours and read a book. What? I'm just saying, I would have run the same number of points. Oh. But I would have actually read a book. Yeah. A short book. I don't know, you read pretty fast. Medium-sized book. A large pamphlet. <laughs> okay. Code Marvelous had his... Net quarantine tournament. It sounds marvelous. I assume it was. Fighting Walloon, the person who started the Stimhack Online Cash Refresh tournaments, ah. had an event called, or is still having this exploratory romp, I think. He's still doing it. And so it's like new decks every week, but like. What do you mean new decks every week? I think. Like you have to bring it's a new like deck every week or matchups like... or something. So they were like, like, let's explore what this was like when this deck was a thing and this other deck was a thing. Okay, okay. I think. Sanjay had an event called Giant Deck where you would have to make the biggest legal deck and include every possible card that you could. So you'd have, you know, like it was like for a corpse side, it was like, okay, how many legal agendas, agenda points are there for this identity? And if you had that many agenda points, how many cards would you have to have? Good and so you'd have hundreds of cards in your deck. That can only be done on Jinteki. <laughs> yes, that's a perfect venue for that. And on the runner's side, you know, you'd take every card in faction. You wouldn't have to think very hard, I guess. I mean, you just have to, to still spend your influence. Or you can also bring the professor, because he can have one copy of every program without it counting toward his influence. Good grief. There was a cash tournament, $500 in prizes. Oh, that kind of cash. Yes. Cash, not cash with the CH. <laughs> if you can hear the difference. That was about a month ago. On Reddit, if you look up Ret Runner, there is. Wow, you really went there, huh? I wouldn't really call the Jetsons like that cyberpunk. Was like so much shame in that look. Shame. <laughs> but it's, uh, it's a card pool that expands every month Hmm. so you play games every week i think and then but like every month like new cards come in that you can add to your deck you know like as the so it's like a retrospective on the game like cycles are coming in right yep you just look confused i retrospective seemed like a weird way to describe it 
Vesper uh, is running was running the Iberian lockdown. So there was like identities had scores associated with them that you had to like you can only have so many points and also whichever ID was the lower point ID would win in a tie. So like you it kind of constrained like if you picked a really good corp like Argus then you couldn't pick a really great runner like Geist or you know that kind of thing. Interesting. Yeah. And they had a custom ban list. Makes sense. Uh, the Mean Lady out of Colorado had an identity crisis tournament where you build the deck for one ID and then you switch to a different ID. In the same faction? Nope. No. Right? So it turns a lot of it on its head where you're like, oh, this ability, but with these cards. Huh. Fascinating. Yeah. I didn't hear any stories like that to share from that. Also, Sanjay made this ocarina format where did you have to dress up like link and play an ocarina no nisei band link remember (laughs) that was a little easter egg for the netrunner dad joke in episode one (laughs) really taking it back So anyways, Ocarina thing, instead of switching IDs, you get to pick a card as your ID. Wait, what? So like... Like your card, you could be like... For example... Share Gamble, that's my ID. Well, that would be a bad one. You want you want an ID with like an, not like an event, You want because you want it to be an ability. Like an asset. Right, team so... Sponsorship or or I, I don't know all the... Yeah, team sponsorship, for example... So whenever you score an agenda, you can install a card. Or, like, I don't know if there was a ban list, but, like, for example, government takeover, right? You could click for three credits, Mm -hmm. which would be a really good one. But that was the idea. And then there was the fight club, where I think there's multiple rounds where the idea is these teams of three get together and compete. And uh, in, like, you know, these two play each other, and then these two play each other, and these two play each other. And they'd see who's best. So the first one was uh, New York versus the UK versus Germany. Oh. Not people. No, teams of three. Oh. Wait. Maybe there were teams of four. I don't remember. Anyway, these are all great things that people put together. I've seen some new people streaming. That's exciting. People that were... Oh, yeah. Yep. So all those people, great job. Also, worth mentioning, the big boy started this reloaded format where he's like looking at the core set and saying knowing what we know now about which cards are too powerful which cards are so weak that they don't get played how could we take each card and just change one number on the card so that it would be balanced and then play netrunner that way huh so this is the one that i don't feel as excited about or i don't feel like as like hey way to go because my concern is, so he, he's got like his own Jinteki clone. He like 
forked the code and has his own server running where he's running games for this where the cards are different. You know what I mean? So like mm-hmm. if it it's like people are like, hey, Netrunner is great. That's fine. But like before he had his classic format and he's like, these are the cards I think should be in Netrunner. But I feel like this is like even kind of further away where it's like he's playing with different cards. He's like changing the cards in people's brains. Yeah, that could be confusing. But so so like he decides like, oh, th- like I think this card needs to be changed in this way. It's not like everybody chooses in their own deck. Like, right. Okay. Okay. Yep. Well. He's saying this is this is the perfected form of Netrunner, basically. Well, you know, here's the thing: is there are people who are really intelligent, and like they're like, yeah, okay, so there's this Netrunner game, and what if I took it up a notch, and then they have fun with that, and then there are people like me who are like, there's this Netrunner game, I love playing it. I totally suck at it all the time. Not when you're playing me. Mm, I don't know. You're much more practiced now. I feel like maybe... Well, I don't know. I did... I'm <laughs> just go with that. That was a lot know. of dissembling there. I don't know. I don't know. I guess like you haven't... I, I won the last game, right? Whenever we played that. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I top-decked you. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to win the next turn. Anyway, okay. point so, is, yep. there are smart people out there. I'm worried about splitting the player base. I don't know. I don't think anybody's going to like leave Netrunner to go play Perfected Netrunner. And if you do think about that, maybe you should instead just think about like being part of Nisei and perfecting Netrunner for all of us. FYI. Side note. Cool. All right, Abram. Sounds like you're off the hook for now. Okay. There's one more event that we just found out about. Nisei is hosting a Black Lives Matter tournament. Yeah, that sounds cool. So this is the thing. I actually knew about this before you just said it just now, but I really am trying to go into enthusiasm. If it wasn't for this recent turn of historical events, we'd probably just be chilling and waiting for the perfect time, in quotes, to record a podcast episode. We made it happen! That was a very, like, debate club, fist-on-hand thing. Here's the deal. Deal me in. Why do you feel like this is important for us to speak up about? Um, Because they're human beings who have not been treated right, like, historically, but also, like, still happening. Still happening. I could go on my rant. Should I go on my rant? Mm, No. Do you have a short version? I saw, I was out for a walk the other day. And there was a black man who was also out for a walk and he was carrying a baseball bat. And I've seen other black people around the neighborhood walking and carrying baseball bats. And I think it's ridiculous that they have to walk around and feel like they need to carry a baseball bat because somebody might try to like hurt them or even kill them. Totally wrong. Anyway, I think it's sad and it's wrong and it needs to stop. That everybody should be able to walk safely through the neighborhood and through our country and feel and know that that is not going to happen to them. Like, they're not going to have to, like, not come home to their parents. They think about, like, how horrible it would have to be to, like, live in a society 
where I don't know if you're going to come home. Like if you're going to go to work and then not come back because you got killed. You think about like George Floyd's family, you know, it's like, oh, he just like, he got killed instead of coming home. That's unacceptable. It really is. Yes, I agree with you. The thing is, I think there's room for debate and disagreement about what policies are best or what methods are best best to achieve them. Yeah. But I think that the fact that there is a debate or there is controversy by saying that black lives matter, that like matter more than anyone else's. Yeah. That I try to avoid controversy, but I feel like anyone who finds that controversial, I'm concerned about. Right. I know a lot of people, you know, like the Seth Rogans of the world, when people say, hey, you shouldn't say Black Lives Matter because all lives matter or something like that. He'll say, stop watching my movies. You don't deserve them. First of all. Are you saying that people don't? Here's what I'm saying. I'm not saying that anyone has done anything that makes them deserve our podcast. (laughs) But I'm definitely not saying if you feel differently, don't listen to our podcast. Feel free to keep listening. Maybe be open to changing your mind about those things. Yeah. We love you and want you to do better. Mm -hmm. So number one, Nicole and I firmly believe that Black Lives Matter. Yes. Number two, Nisei is having a tournament to support that concept. And specifically, they are directing all sign-up fees, right? And matching the sign-up fees to the bail project, which they, after their research, felt like was the best way to make a difference. The bail project um, is seeking to end cash bail, basically. By creating kind of a perpetual fund. Oh. Yep. I don't really know all the details. The point is, people who care about this stuff felt like that was the best way that they could direct their funds. Yes. Yep. So, we wanted to announce that as Kitchen Table Netrunner, we want to do something too. So, I think we'll be participating in the tournament. Oh, at least one of us. Yeah. Starts at 5 a.m. for us. So it sounds like Tristan. Yeah. I'm not a morning person. You're barely an afternoon person. I really like to sleep. (laughs) Okay. So we'll be there. But also, in addition to our $5 entry fee, we're planning on matching up to $100 of entry fees from Kitchen Table Netrunner listeners. Yes. So how are they going to let us know or let somebody know that they're, yeah, they heard it here? Yes. So I think the best way to do it is just grab a screenshot of your pledge. Because when I looked at the, the site, you can't see who donated how much. So it's not just like, whatever. So take a, take a screen grab and just email it to, email us. It to us. Yeah, exactly. At kitchen table netrunner at gmail.com. Yep. And everything we get, you know, if we get it even a day or two late, we'll just donate again. That's fine. But yeah, just we're going to try to get this episode out fast. Yes. But if you've already done it, whatever. 
that's fine. Because you'll still have the record or whatever. Yeah. So, yeah, just send us how much you donated and we'll donate the first or we'll match the first hundred bucks. Yep, we will. So. It's our way of saying Black Lives Matter and we support Nisei supporting this cause. Yeah. And, you know, if. And we support the cause. Also, if you think stomping on me in that runner is fun, then that would be another added bonus. You should come and play. Hopefully it'll be lots of fun. Have you ever been to a Netrunner tournament that hasn't been lots of fun? Well, I'd say at about half of the tournaments I've gone to, at some point I've tilted. Hmm. See, I go into it already losing, so it just is fun from the get-go. I mean, there's just a limit to how much fun losing is for me. So, number one, stay safe, guys. Indeed. Number two, try to create a better world. We've only got this one so far until Elon Musk figures out Mars. That probably won't be anytime soon. It's a big job. But also, it's going to be a long time. Yeah, before that's like a stable second world that we could be like, oh, we'll just worry about. We'll just we'll just all go to Mars. It's fine. We really need to work on Earth. Isn't Mars smaller than Earth? Maybe. I just feel like the population is not getting smaller and we're destroying like a bigger place. Like it's quite the downsize. Yeah, but like Netrunner shows us the answer there, right? You just build these arcologies that big self-sustaining residential towers. Anyway, let's actually fix Earth. Let's do that. Let's make it's it. It's not just like an environmental fix. No, no, that's that was that was the tie-in I was making. Um, right, stay safe. That we had that pandemic section. Right, right. Okay. Stay creative. You know, keep playing that runner in new and fun ways, and then, but also, let's create a better world. Yeah. Yeah. We we have we have the serious potential to come out of this pandemic a better society. Yeah, we've had some time for introspection. And and a lot of us like. A lot of people aren't able to work. I mean, we've been lucky that you are able to work, but there are a lot of people who maybe aren't able to work and they could, you know, use their creativity to make the world a better place. You're looking like that was a stupid thing to say. I'm just saying that like... I wasn't sure where you were going. You're like, all these people don't have any money and so we're going to put it on their shoulders. I wasn't trying to put it on anybody's shoulders. I was just saying that like they're are wonderful, intelligent people. And someone would be like, well, obviously, because of the pandemic, we all have extra time because, as was also mentioned at the beginning of the podcast, we really don't seem to have any extra time. Nope. Nope. Please bring back the teachers. Oh, my gosh. Yes, please. Yes. We love the teachers. If any of you are teachers, just know we love you. The big boy's a teacher. Oh, well, there you go. We love you. And Sanjay's a teacher. Stay safe, but take our children. Just during the day. We'll take them back in the evenings. Yeah, most of them. Anyway, make the world a better place. Yeah, we've had a chance to see that the things that we thought were the way things always had to be don't have to be that way. Yeah. Yep. Stand up for each other. Yeah. Be love cool. each other. Love each other. That's nice. We love you guys. We already told you, but if you want to get in touch with us for any other reason, please do. Kitchen table netrunner at, at gmail.com. Gmail. Indeed. You picked that right up. 
I did. Anything else you want to say? Don't forget if you donate to the Nisei. the bail the Nisei bail project. The Nisei Black Lives Matter tournament fund fee thing. Yes. Yep. You can send us your screenshot and at that email, kitchentablenetrunner at gmail.com, and we'll match it up to 100 bucks. So I hope to see you on the 27th, especially so that we can all play Netrunner. Gosh, wow. you really weren't catching that one. No. No, I was not. Do like a super cut of all of the interruptions. <laughs> the cat has found the Every ice cream Every time. Rolls. All right, Abram. Sounds like you're off the hook. Darn it. Why? Are you done cracking your knuckles? Sorry. Only why you talk. I'm going to go now. Hey, the kids are... I'm hoping to edit that out. Yeah. Also... (laughs) (laughs) No, he just stares at his phone all day. Oh my gosh! I guess we know who called. (laughs) What we know about Netrunner. Pie! You gotta go check on my pie. You play some like interlude music. She's taking off the aluminum foil. It is a sour cherry pie. From our tree. Yes, we I have a sour cherry tree. Just today. Yep. Fresh picked cherries. Fresh. I pitted them all. Yes, you can tell by looking at his shirt. Anyway. <laughs>